0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're going to talk about all your feedback. Just a feedback grab bag, whatever topics you guys have been sending in. All that right off the side, we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll.
1: And I'm Ashley Coffin.
0: Ashley, how are you in your sweatbox?
1: It's hot it's real hot in philadelphia it has not been a fun couple of days yeah (laughs) (laughs) the air is broken at work so it's like i go from heat and then this room doesn't have air which is usually fine but not when it's it's been like heat index of like 105 to 110 degrees for like three days
0: oof well yeah that's the the thing about philly is like most of that places don't have ac because you only get a few days that are that bad but on those few days it's terrible
1: not re- like the last two years has been real bad <laughs>
0: real bad yeah climate Ugh. change <laughs> Climate change baby uh, <laughs> inappropriate uh way to say that uh <laughs> All right, let's get into some feedback. We got lots of things to talk about. First up, one of our patrons, Jonathan Kim, says Phase Five news, feedback, and a theory. Hey, pandas! Ooh Do we have an exciting two years ahead of us with Phase Five? I'm surprised they are ending Phase Four with Wakanda forever. Instead of some Avengers movie, but maybe there is more characters in the movie than we realize. Hmm. I mean, Hmm. just to stop there, he has a lot more to say, but uh, while Wakanda Forever is a solo movie, it does seem to have world-sweeping, like implications right mm-hmm. the rise of namor and the atlanteans seems like it's going to be a big deal going forward
1: yeah i'm interested to see how they're going to do that
0: me too me too i mean just a, a war between two major nations that are like mm-hmm. these sort of super powered nations like I, i'm it's going to be it's going to be interesting and it's going to be yeah. big for the marvel universe even if not Including a ton of characters. Although we already know it's got, you know, all the Black Panther characters, but also who, I don't know. I feel like Black Panther has more what's the word I'm trying to look at? like more standout characters. Like that world has more standout characters than any of the others. Like I am excited to see Okoye and Shuri and M'Baku, you know, like all of those characters mm-hmm. are characters I'm excited for. Whereas most of most of the solo outings, it's like, I really like the main guy. And then by the second or third movie, I'm loving their, their sidekicks or whatever, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they have like a, it feels like family when you watch the, I just can't wait to see what they're going to do with the story like it's it's really probably the i can't think of anything it's hard to say i'm like most excited but i'm just most interested because we have no idea
0: Mm -hmm.
1: how this you know how they're going to deal with you know chadwick boseman and it's just really like it's just a fascinating concept and it's like it's hard to like explain like it's so sad it's really sad sad. and you know that like seeing these characters like their pain is real so it's going to be very emotional yeah. I'm like I just can't wait to feel something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like you're you're totally right. It's such a like it's so sad and it so hurts me in the heart and we've we've talked about that for 2 years, but also it's this fascinating thing. Like it's a historic movie event. Like, what movie that is that large, what franchise that is that large has ever had to replace the main character because they died unexpectedly and no one knew and had to completely rewrite what they were doing? Like, this has never I happened guess before, right? The
1: only thing you could kind of, the Paul Walker kind of, but that cast ensemble's so big.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're right, though. But
1: that's like the only other one I can, off the top of my head, think of.
0: Um, Anton Yelchin died in, uh, in mm, between the Star, Star Trek, Trek movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's that's three. That, that that's two others. But again, big ensemble cast, not the main character. Exactly. And it, it, it feels like almost any other character in this movie. Like, even Shuri, Shuri, Okoye, Nakia, M'Baku, like, I love them all, but they're not the Black Panther, at least not yet. And so, like, if, if they didn't show up in the second movie, you'd be like, oh, well, that's weird that they're not in it. But you wouldn't be like, it's impossible to make this movie without them. Exactly. But he it's impossible to make this movie without him. It feels, and they did it. It's there. And they did it in a way that seems like loving and, and like, it's a send up and a tribute. And like, I'm, yeah, I'm incredibly like saddened. Yes. And we've expressed that so Mm -hmm. much, but I am also incredibly fascinated at like the sort of movie history of, of what this is going to look like, you know, like we've just never seen any. I mean, there's never been a movie series on this scale. Of the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. And then, so, th- you're already talking about that. Then you're talking about Black Panther, which was this smash success. And then you're talking about the main character and having to replace them and somehow do it in a way that the audience will buy in and believe and buy, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. And then it's like, Namor, he's he's kind of like Doctor Strange where they they don't, you know, he's not an anti-hero, but he's not always a good guy. No, yeah. And it's like, you don't, but you don't want people to dislike this character coming in, so... You know, I saw in the trailer, I mean, they're flooding the throne room. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not going to forgive you. <laughs> I'm not going to forgive you, Namor.
0: Oh, like it might be Namor who, who kills him.
1: I don't think they can't do that because then people will not forgive him. I won't forgive him. It can't be that.
0: Well, here's the thing. Like they said, they're not going to see GM. And yeah. they're not going to recast or use like a different actor or something. At least they said that early on that the plans could change. I I could totally Mm -hmm. see them. And especially once they knew,
1: well, they might have footage from the first movie that they could cut in. That would work to kind of create some kind of cohesive story. So they wouldn't need to see or recast him.
0: Yeah. And he could, he could have the Panther uh, outfit on for part of it. You could see like, just throwing this out there. I could see a storyline where Namor, you know, mounts in a big offensive against Wakanda and then he heroically dies for his people. And mm-hmm. then that's what makes Namor stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they have it's, to make peace ooh, after that.
1: It's either that or maybe they attack because Wakanda is now kind of leaderless.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of theories going around about like um is Namor even the main villain of this movie? A lot of people are thinking it's going to be kind of a civil war situation where like the two of them are going at it or the Wakanda is facing off with Atlantis, but then there's a third villain out there.
1: Yeah. It, well, it was all those people on the boats with guns in the trailer. So yeah. Some, yeah, kind yeah. Of government. So,
0: some sort of government or some sort of, um, Black human, or- yeah. Like it seems like a human villain is, is, is somehow involved. Um, and it makes me, you know, the fact that they're ending the phase with it, it makes me wonder, like, are they going to be introducing some amazing villain that we're not even expecting yet? Ooh. Yeah. I'd like that. <laughs> I've heard theories, but I don't want to, like, speculate too hard. Uh, or still someone else's theory. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, you know, anyone from the... I mean, it could be another Kang, for all we know.
1: Mm, you know what I mean? That's true. You're going to have to start peppering him around.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it could, you know, and there's different versions of Kang that, like, have completely different personalities and traits. And, like, they could be putting one of those as, as like, he. it turns out he's manipulating the timeline by pitting them against each other or whatever, you know? Mm. Um, I don't know.
1: That's a, for- um, see, that's a forgivable offense <laughs> for the Atlanteans. <laughs> right,
0: <take> <laughs> right, right, right. If the Atlanteans <laughs> have been tricked in some way, then, and Namor is super, um sorry for what he did, you know, coming against them like he did. I, I mm-hmm. think that whatever he does, if if Namor is involved in the death, I think it will be something that he chooses, like, and he, even if it's not, I think that uh, T'Challa will choose death to save his people. Or in some yeah. way, like, and it, it won't be because, like, Namor stabbed him in the chest. It'll be because, like, if he holds a door open, he can save... A hundred Wakandan children, or something, you know, like it'll be some like yeah, like some moment of victory, and I'm like, like it's making me emotional thinking about it, like <laughs> a big scene yeah, like yeah, it's
1: hard, I was stumbling over my words too, it's hard, yeah, so that's one sentence of Jonathan's
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah, back to Jonathan's feedback, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys, I just that was an interesting thing to talk about it's a lot,
1: yeah,
0: okay. He's uh, He goes on. <laughs> so now that we know what is ahead for the next couple years, I have a theory regarding X-Men. I'm thinking X-Men is going to be completely new. They may show X-Men from other multiverses, but within the MCU, I think they are starting from scratch. Mutation slash mutants is just being introduced with Kamala being one instead of being an inhuman, and more will be sprinkled in the next two years. Uh, They will gather more mutants throughout the movies to form a school with Xavier or other heroes who have that leadership skill will create. So, the same concept of X-Men will be there, but with everything already lining up for the next couple years, most likely towards Secret Wars. I think they are holding off on X-Men and it will be created as an aftermath of the next big event. Love to hear your thoughts. Also, for those that are listening, go vote for this podcast. Aw. Love you all, (laughs) 6,000, Jonathan. Hey, thank you, Jonathan. Uh, Thanks for reminding me because I totally was forgetting to do that. Um, Yeah, we, we, we we did. Thanks to all of you. We, we were nominated. We were in the top 10 of nominations for the Podcast Awards. So if you go to podcastawards.com, you can uh, now vote for us. So go to podcastawards.com and voting is open and you can all go vote. Vote a bunch. I don't know how how it works. (laughs) Well, Uh, if if you
1: already voted, actually, I'm pretty sure that regular voting is closed and we've already gone past. So if you voted already, keep an eye out in your emails for an email from the podcast awards and you follow the link to vote again. Um, And we're down in TV and movies. Yeah, we've gotten past that part. Also vote for uh, in games, uh, Captain Game Show, because John Irons' cast is there under game podcast. So you kind of do it all over again.
0: Yeah, okay, gotcha. So yeah, select and he did get in, which is freaking awesome.
1: Yeah. Congratulations.
0: But yeah. Congratulations, Jonathan Irons. Uh, thanks to all the listeners out there who went and voted for us and voted for him. And uh, yeah, go over there. Uh, or wait I guess wait for the email.
1: <laughs> yeah, keep an eye, I forgot. check your spam, keep an eye for the email. Or if you log in, you can uh to the account you have made to do it originally. I think you can get there.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, so keep an eye out for an email or go log in. Sweet. Uh, but what else is Jonathan Kim talking about? The X-Men. What do you think? Do you think this is uh, pretty likely that the X-Men won't be around for a while, but the mutants will?
1: Yeah, it's going to come after Secret Wars, I think.
0: This is That's literally what I think Feige said in an interview at some point. Um, he was talking about how how they're gonna bring in mutants, and he's like, uh, "Yep, yeah, the mutants are coming soon, but you won't see an X Men, you won't see an X men for a while." Um, yeah, and that's I think they're holding off on X Men exactly like Jonathan's theorizing for for a little while.
1: Because like after this gets done, and we finally do the Fantastic Four stuff, which <laughs> Galactus, then you have your whole next ten to fifteen years with the X Men. Like what if Gosh. they just go into another universe and start at the beginning with X Men's story and just start from there and it's just X Men, mm. <laughs> you know?
0: See, um, I want, I wanted, and I wanted, and want well, well, I think have to what's, bring it. Yeah, they'll have to bring it together. I think what we're going to end up with. I mean, this is what happens with secret wars, right? Is like some sort of restarting of the universe sort of uh-huh. like, don't they sort of combine universes at the end of secret wars in the comics. So, and that's, that's a very common thing in comics to sort of head toward a, you know, DC does it with infinity crisis or whatever, not infinity, Crisis. What is it? Mm. Come on. Crisis. Christ on infinite earth.
1: Is that what it is? That sounds more right
0: yeah that's what it is crisis on infinite earths they do the big you know uh they do the same sort of thing it's like all the universes are collapsing together and then when you come out the other side of it you have a brand new universe that basically takes whatever the writers wanted to keep and kind of like gives them a little more freedom and i I wonder if the mcu is doing that i kind of hope not though
1: yeah i trust him i do too take your time
0: I just like the tight continuity I like the fact that we're all in the same universe that Iron Man like got his truck blown up in Iron Man you know in 2000 yeah you know (sighs) I don't want them to be like, "It's a new universe that kind of happened. It happened in some version. you know <laughs> No, I want this to be the version. Well,
1: that feels like what they're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, as long as the stories are good, I'm happy, but you know yeah. I just I, I do like a continuous universe. Uh okay, up next, Surflum. Uh, I still don't know if I'm saying your name right. Surflam says, uh, one, another one of our patrons, says, Hey, Matt, Jeff, and Ashley, uh, just to CYA in the ordering, saved the best for last. Oh, yeah. What's CYA mean? I don't know.
1: <laughs> you guys, we're too old for these acronyms. Please stop. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> <sighs> see you Yeah, see
0: us just see ya
1: is cya really just see you no see ya oh i get it this is bad
0: yeah I'll, I'll edit this does that make sense no it doesn't yeah i don't know i don't know what that means uh i'm sorry cya but it, basically i think she's just saying or they're saying they saved you for last because you're the best
1: oh That's
0: what they're saying. (laughs) Uh, Been enjoying your podcast for a long time now um, and wanted to swing by with a controversial opinion in regards to Disney Plus shows. I loved last year's shows, but have had a difficult time really getting behind the characters in the shows from this year, i.e. Moon Knight and Miss Marvel. While I am definitely enjoying the new content and acting has been outstanding... I had come to the realization that I need to see the characters in the movies first to feel connected to them. Interesting. Hmm. Um, I know they will have an impact on the MCU in the near future, hopefully. And then a rewatch of the series may help feel more attached to them. But right now they feel like standalone shows uh, that while good, I just can't get into as of yet. Anyways, probably not as controversial of an opinion, especially since I'm listening to your Fatwas or spoiler alert Katwas <laughs> podcast <laughs> from last year while rewatching that series. Keep up the great work and hope all is well. Thanks, Surflum. I don't think that's a very rare opinion. I think I don't think it's so much that people uh don't have i think it's just you don't have a connection to the character going in so that like this show has to do all the work of setting up these characters you know what i mean
1: wait till you see them in a movie now right or whatever comes yeah. next and see if you have that connection it might be a reverse thing who knows yeah, exactly and a lot of people say that they'd rather have the movies be shows so i feel like it's split down the middle how people yeah, feel yeah, about yeah. that
0: yeah, and I think it's just a thing of the first time a character gets introduced, you don't love them yet, you know? Like, in a movie, I think a movie can carry a bigger punch. Does that make sense? Like, especially mm-hmm. emotional punch, um, because it's just all packed into one thing. It's all packed into an hour and a half or two hours, you know? Um, yeah. Whereas a series, you know, you sort of like, it's, it's a little more sprawling, but I love a series. I, I love getting to know the characters this way. Because, yeah. I mean, if think about it, we weren't getting these before. So, if you know, if the first m- movie that Moon Knight is in, I already know and care about the character, I'm just, I think I'm just going to love that movie all the more.
1: Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people liked Eternals, but if that had been a series for me, it would have been mm-hmm. better. I would have been able to, for me, you know, connect more with the characters. For me, for me, <laughs> I think I'd like a show. For me. What is that? I feel like that's from something or something. I don't know. Uh, Bill Burr does it a lot.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is where (laughs) I've heard it. I'm I'm with you. I think that, like, certain things work better as shows, but also it's just, you just get way more screen time. Like, I know, uh, you know, Sir says he doesn't feel like he knows those characters well, but, like, I feel like I know Mark Spector and Stephen Grant better than, like, I know most characters in the MCU. Like, we've had more time with them than almost anyone, you know?
1: hmm that's true and then if you love the character already going in and know it that's also a different story Because yeah. some people were like i love moonlight i love this and i'm gonna love it no matter what
0: <laughs> yeah it also allows them to like moon knight can show up and only get 10 minutes of screen time and since we already know who he is like they don't have to set him up. If that makes sense. Like they could mm-hmm. just be like, we're visiting uh, a guy who has some powers and then he shows up and does a cool thing. And those of us who know the show will just care that much more, you know? Yep. Just, just yep. like they've been doing in the MCU all along, you know, with cr- little crossovers <laughs> here and there.
1: Super easy to get me that way. Cause I love it. I love it to you, mom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Well, up next we have uh, Saskia Dubiner says, Hey Matt, Ashley and Jeff. I just want to say that I really, really love your podcast. I'm a huge fan of the MCU and I'm so excited for Thor Love and Thunder. Sorry we're so late. Uh, (laughs) To come to your cinema tomorrow. Finally. However, I am writing you because I wanted to share an MCU theory of mine with you. Ever since I watched Eternals, I have this theory that Shang-Chi's Ten Rings are made by Fastus. Hmm. Uh, From the Eternals, since everything Fastest creates is kind of made of rings, uh, he puts together, and in the last scene of Shang-Chi, in The Legend of the Ten Rings, they said those rings are ancient, and they started sending a signal to space. In the end of the Eternals, we see the Eternals need help, and so maybe the Eternals search for the rings to free their friends or something like that. Uh, Last week, I listened to your podcast episode uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 Speculation and S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2 Episode 8. That had to have been a a very packed podcast you listened to there, Saskia. Uh, (laughs) uh, While going grocery shopping. In this episode, you start uh, speculating that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. might find the city of Atalan in the next episode of Season 2. And you said that it could all be leading to the Mandarin, since his rings of power come from an alien ship that crash-landed in a valley in China. Um, That's when I started jumping through the grocery store, not caring about the looks I got from the other customers, because, to me, this justified my theory. Ooh, since in the movie, the Eternals came with the ship and Mesopotamia, which is at least on the Asian continent. So, maybe the Ten Rings could be by Festus, and maybe we'll get to see some shang and Eternals interaction in the future. I don't know if you already had the same idea or somebody else suggested it, since I am still listening to your old podcast episodes, but I would really like to know what you think about my theory. Uh, With best wishes from Germany, Saskia. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I feel like we kind of talked about that before. We've definitely
0: talked about it being an Eternals-derived power, Uh, I think even before Eternals came out, like we were like, this looks like it might be, Cause, well, part of it was that they, they came out back to back. So we were like, mm-hmm. when they, when they did that in the post credits, we were like, Oh, surely this, th- this uh, beacon is going to show up in Eternals. And then it did not. <laughs> <laughs> but so we were wrong. Oh, yeah. but I, maybe. I still think that Saskia's like idea of them being either created by Fastus or being from the Eternals is totally valid.
1: Okay. Yeah, because it does look like his powers. Yeah,
0: like, that's it does. Yeah, I think that's like that visual, like I, sometimes we underestimate the visual element. We're like, no, in comics there's this distant connection because this guy and this guy are cousins. Um, <laughs> and then like, really, it's just like, no, didn't you notice they're all rings? Like, he just makes rings? Like, that's what he does in that movie? Yeah, that's a really good, that's a good visual call. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I like it. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Up next, Caitlin Winkle on Gmail says, "Uh, Hi, Pandas. First time writing in. Well, thank you. Thank you. I've been listening since WandaVision and the Disney Plus shows started, and I look forward to your new episodes every week. Thanks for all you do for the fan community. Uh, Hope you guys win your podcast award again. I'm rooting for you. Me too. Thank you. Thank you, Caitlin. Um one thought my brother brought up to me recently about Dr. Strange that I thought I'd share with you all. Wanda destroyed all the Darkholds, but Dr. Strange read the book and has photographic memory. Does that mean Dr. Strange can still use the Darkhold from his memories? Could Strange be like a living Darkhold? Could Strange recreate the book because he memorized it? We also wondered that because Wanda was using the Dark Hold around the time of Spider Man No Way Home when Peter Parker was forgotten. Do you think Wanda could have had a veil around herself with the Dark Hold and therefore she wasn't affected and still remembers Peter? Would love to hear your thoughts. I haven't dove into the comic books yet, so maybe our thoughts are out in left field but i love listening to the podcast and learning something new about marvel universe every time i listen to a new episode love you 3000 caitlin winkle thank you caitlin
1: yeah probably right maybe some pages at least with dr well yeah
0: no like they it's gotta be because like Mm -hmm. they made a big point in dr strange one that he's like he has like whatever, whatever he calls it, photographic memory for yeah. whatever. So, like, the mm-hmm. fact that he... That's his, like... That's, like, a, his human superpower that he has. And then this whole thing about an evil book. And then also the eye that's.
1: Yeah, he's we, got we, that we, third eye to see something.
0: So, the third <laughs> eye was on the other Doctor Strange. Right. Could the third eye, like, represent the dark hole? Like, because cause that's strange conceivably had that same ability so maybe he like internalized the dark hold and like like she's saying here is like a living dark hold
1: yeah because I'm pretty sure it's dark magic and it's definitely a level up power wise for him to get that right I hope so
0: I'm trying to think if he had much time with it
1: I just think it's funny that funny that uh Wanda and Agatha are just so much more powerful that they had like Wanda had that book for two years and she didn't get a third eye. <laughs> Doctor Strange has it for two minutes and he's like, ah, my eye. Well, the third eye thing,
0: I'm like wondering what it means. Because like, like I'm saying, like it could mean that you've internalized the dark cold. Like you now like that is that that evil now resides inside you and that third eye means that. Or mm-hmm. it could mean that the the other Doctor Strange that had the third eye has somehow like clawed onto him or something you know what i mean like mm-hmm. maybe that doctor yeah. strange is sort of like living inside of him in some way <laughs> or like influencing his decisions i don't know
1: i don't know i hope it doesn't pop out too much though because that thing's gross
0: it is kind of gross. <laughs> well, gross and i also can't help but think of the necronomicon
1: yeah it's very evil dead the eye in the hand and right
0: isn't there an eye on the book too
1: yeah oh yeah in uh, army of darkness
0: in army of darkness is the on the book and just the mm-hmm. fact that Ramy did it like it made me wonder if like 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 she's saying he internalized the book he's a living version of the dark hold and that i represents that somehow um yeah it's it that's a very tenuous connection
1: can't stop evil evil finds a way <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a terrible lesson i think that should be your new sign off for uh, <laughs> for bill and ashley's terror theater <laughs> <laughs> not love, not hope. Evil finds a way. <laughs>
1: I'm going to make pins. <laughs> Come get some merch.
0: <laughs> Come get your evil finds a way merch.
1: <laughs> I like the second part too. I would think if somebody would be able to remember that Peter was Peter, it would be Wanda. Yeah, if she's not smushed, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope she, if she's not smushed. That's that. That really is what I was thinking too. Like when when I read that from Caitlin, like, yeah, maybe she does remember Peter in hell.
1: <laughs> Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, if she does, if she is like the only one that remembers Peter, and she like somehow uses that connection to like claw her way back into the world, I. Like a movie where Peter Parker was like, you know, the Peter Parker who doesn't have any friends because he does isn't an Avenger anymore or whatever, and doesn't know anybody. And there's like a Scarlet Witch after him. That would be so much fun. Oh,
1: well, that'd be a lot of so fun. So
0: terrifying! Like, like she's in his dreams or something. <laughs> oh, poor man. Peter. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. It's absolutely possible. It's possible that she she just has protection from his magic because that's the thing you were talking about how powerful they are, and it's like yeah, because they're apparently witchcraft is something different than sorcery, but they both can use the dark hold. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you very much, Caitlin, for writing in for the first time. Thanks, Caitlin. Let's do a couple more here. I got Donald Duck <laughs> wrote us a message. <laughs> uh, it says, hello, my panda warlords. Panda warlords?
1: He gets it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going <laughs> to defend myself, but I guess I guess not. I guess you get it. <laughs> mm-hmm he gets it (laughs) (laughs) thank you for making these podcasts they're currently helping me out since my dad found out i was gay and how he hasn't seen me the same way since i love you all 3000 and you are earth's mightiest heroes (laughs) (laughs) that is uh that's very sweet man
1: yeah sorry you're going through a tough time yeah
0: yeah uh, that's tough, man. yeah I, I hope that it gets better for you soon.
1: We're proud of you for being you though,
0: yeah, you be you because it's important. It really is to find your find your true self and be that thing. um so we're we're super proud of you. And anyway, we can like uh, we we if if our little podcast helps, that is incredibly meaningful to us. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll keep them coming. We'll keep them coming. And I uh, hope you're hope hope you're hopping on the like Facebook group or whatever. There's a lot of kind people in there that are friendly to chat with. Um, Stranded Panda Chat on Facebook. Yeah, check it out. I wish we were on more places. We really got to get on more places. But, like, I can't do more than one. I just won't. I, I
1: can't do it. I, just, I
0: barely I barely do the one. Uh, <laughs> most <of> the time <laughs> I try. All right. Up next, we got Robbie Collings. Uh, and Robbie says, hello, true believers. If Daredevil season four was to happen, and we know it is now. Yay. Uh, I think it's likely. Uh, what would you want the plot to be? Uh, I also had an idea for Spider-Man Disney Plus show based off of the Spider-Man team-up comics, where he joins forces with characters across the MCU. I I want to get a Daredevil Spider-Man Moon Knight (laughs) team-up. Later Gators, Robbie.
1: Uh, That would be my favorite Disney Plus show to date, if they would just do that. I got so excited when I heard about... The Spider-Man with Daredevil being in it, and then they were like, it's animated, and I was sad, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen in real life (laughs) at some point.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They have to be building up to that.
0: I would hope so. Like, if they put out a Daredevil Spider-Man movie, like a combo, or like, like they do Ant-Man and the Wasp, but it was just like Spider-Man and Daredevil, Mm -hmm. that movie would make a billion dollars, like... in in a weekend like I Mm -hmm. think so many people would love to see that on especially on the big screen and especially like now that Tom Holland is really like you know he's a full-on adult now (laughs) <laughs> um and like starting to like look like an adult i don't know just seeing him on like still you've had uh charlie cox daredevil like being a little bit older a little bit wiser maybe but spider-man's been to space Th- they would just have such interesting interplay between like the-, the kind of things they've done and like the fact that no one remembers uh peter parker it would just be yeah. nice to give peter a friend that i really like you know i want them to be friends
1: I'm very interested to see when the timeline for Born Again is going to be because that is going to be mm-hmm. like an 18 episode thing and they're both in the same city. Like it's time to start bringing people together. We've been waiting.
0: Yeah, it's hard to believe that like they haven't crossed paths. And especially now that we know that Peter Parker's like been forgotten and going to be like this street level guy for a while, it seems. And we
1: have to think that maybe they did already meet up and that's what we're going to learn about in the animated show right Because why else would he be in there if he's not bouncing around as daredevil and maybe they yeah. cross paths when he was just your friendly neighborhood spider-man and they're true, setting true. us up for something that's what I, I just i'm like tom holland's gonna do these shows right he's not gonna be a little diva and be like i only do movies i don't
0: think he's voicing the cartoon but i'm not a hundred percent i doubt charlie he's voicing cox the cartoon.
1: or tom holland
0: i think charlie cox is
1: yeah he is but i might
0: be wrong uh but i don't mm. think tom holland is Okay. All right. Well, my friends, I think that's about it for this year's feedback episode. Um, tell everybody where to find the wonderful Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater.
1: You can find Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater on Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker. Kind of, I found out other places, too, because I use the Spreaker, like, analytics thing, and apparently it's on a whole bunch mm-hmm. of places that I have no magic. I don't know how computers work, but... It's around.
0: (laughs) Once it gets into the iTunes library, it just other, all those other apps, like whatever, Overcast and whatever, whatever they are, they just sort of disseminate it throughout the, a lot of them, you can't even submit a podcast. Like the only way they get it is just stealing the feeds from iTunes, I think.
1: Interesting. Yeah, it's really
0: strange. Steal away. (laughs) Put it everywhere. Um, So you guys definitely check that out. Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater. It's a lot of fun if you like horror and even if you don't it's just great uh, film podcasts
1: thanks man absolutely and then go vote for us go look in your inboxes
0: oh yeah check your inboxes podcastawards.com and vote for us that would be really great we would really love it um, we gotta defend our title and uh, the pandas we all have to defend our ability mm-hmm. to win this thing together <laughs> um, for
1: the people
0: for the people <laughs>
1: Give it back to you. Where's Jeff? Get <laughs> <can't> to <do> Bane. <laughs> he's like Bane. I can't it in either. a bottle and give it back to you. The people now. <laughs> it's for the people. That was Sean Connery.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not. No. I'm not Jeff. I don't have it. I don't have it.
1: Because you got the Batman. It works out
0: perfectly. <laughs> well, Jeff should be back with us next week we're we're going to dragon con by the way and gonna do some bunch of podcasting there hopefully uh if if you guys are gonna be at dragon con like hit us up and let us know maybe we'll maybe we can all like get a meet up or something going um cosplay
1: it's gonna be fun
0: it's gonna be so much fun i'm so excited um and we're gonna do i think we're gonna do like a podcast every day from dragon con and try to talk about what we're seeing what people are talking about it's gonna be really fun yeah
1: Um, i can't wait
0: and Jeff's going to be with us for that. So I'm excited to finally get Jeff's like back, but then he had like he was sick and then he was on vacation or not vacation, he had a work trip that he had to go on. So he's been gone for uh like 3 weeks or something. <laughs> um so I'm excited to get Jeff back in here. Um and we'll be back cuz we need his we need his bane, you know.
1: Yep, that's pretty much it. i miss jeff but i really miss bane (laughs) no one makes me laugh like bane
0: (laughs) it's so true it's so true all right guys well, we'll be back soon uh peace
1: until next time true believers thank you for
0: joining us for the marvel cinematic universe podcast available everywhere you get podcasts and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash stranded panda tv and available at youtube.com slash stranded panda and if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts geeky projects and ways to support the network visit strandedpanda.com my butt hurts i'm glad we're doing it short tonight
1: i hope you accidentally leave that in (laughs) Hahahaha!
0: <laughs> <laughs>